This is NRL Boom Rookies. everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard and alongside me as always Mitch Doyle. Hello. Good day everybody. All right we did it. We've come to the end of our 16 team by team previews and saving the best for last. Please <laughs> welcome back SCN producer and Mad Dragons fan Nathan Brooks. Welcome. Yes the boys. I can't believe it's been a year. This is great yeah. and you left Everything the Dragons for last. Not on what purpose but somewhat. Oh, <laughs> reverse alphabetical. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It just like I was supposed to message you, and then I forgot to do it, and that's why it's just because <laughs> I just forgot to message you for like four days when I was supposed to. But it worked out. It's fine. It all worked and out. He, and he's big dog us, everyone. You guys can't see this, but he's he's dialed in from the bloody studio, broadcast mic on, and everything. He's really big dog us. He really <laughs> is. It feels yeah. like he's sti- he feels like he's sticking it to us. He's you know how many sticking it to us? You know how many favors I've got to give Jimmy Smith for using his studio. He's yeah. the only one that can use this one. We all, Maddie White, Vossy Brandy, Joel and Fletch have to use the other studio. This is Jimmy Smith's. Hey, I've come on, I've want... come on Jimmy Smith's show for free several times. So I think and then what did you say that never got you back on my what, what would they cut I'm... you for? No, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm, I'm, <laughs> still going. I, <laughs> I was on last week, I think. Yeah, yeah. last week or the week before. But yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm glad things Kinda are going trial. well. Yeah, yeah training trials. See, see if you're there for round one, Bungie. <laughs> <laughs> a couple uh, of COVID know. injuries and maybe yeah, a team list, you know. You know, ra- ra- round eight when it's tough sledding and there's a few injuries, then maybe I'll get the call up again. Who knows? Just when Zach Bailey's injured, you know, you yeah. might get you might get called up. Yeah, I could be the. I'm like the. Yeah. I'm like the. Um, uh, what's that guy that Campo loved? The King of Reserve grade. What's his name, Doyle? Sam Williams. No, 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 no. Well, yes, but the guy played for well, the one Mason right Lino. I'm like, the, I'm like the Mason Lino of SCN. Just, oh, um, so- well, because <laughs> the Dragons currently have one. He also is in love with now. A good, you know, a good friend, John O'Rubin. Oh yeah, the the, the, oh, the old the old the old rookie, the opposite of a boom rookie, a bus yes, rookie. the old rookie, <laughs> the, the bus rookie. Thirty-four yeah. tries at uh, Holden Cup year or Toyota Cup. Yeah, I think it was yeah. called. Yeah, you didn't even make the 24. That's a tragedy. Couldn't even make the top 24. There's only 30 <laughs> people in there. <laughs> yeah. It's bottom, bottom, fi- bottom fifth. Yeah. No. Boy, did... God, Nathan, Tarek you... Sims didn't even make the 24 either. I knew he wasn't playing, but he didn't even make the 24 today. Jesus. Um, before we start talking about the men's team, Nathan, would you like dis- to disavow the Dragons uh, female player who's got pinned for biting and has pled guilty? Oh, Maddie Bartlett, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, she's come out. She said she's guilty. Let's move on. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You put your arm near someone's mouth. I don't know. You get yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the middle. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's no. I look. She's owned it. She's going to the tribunal tonight, I believe. So yeah, it's unfortunate, but you know, and un. Like the, the tough thing is, I think we had a player in, I think, the first or possibly the second season. She got a three-game suspension. Which yeah, it's the whole season. Pulled her out like, for the whole season. She might, that, she, she, she might get a multi-year ban. Yeah, she <laughs> like, gets a, a regular binding suspension. It could be career over. You know, it does like, like, give it like eight games. It's like, well, we'll see her in seven years. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be prorated to minutes, doesn't it? You go, it does, well, this yeah. would have been, if it's a 24-game se- season, you get three games, 
NRLW, you get 14 minutes off the feed. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> they can do that. Ref stops the game, mate. You've got to go off for 14. <laughs> oh, your suspension's done. You can go on. Oh, your 24-minute yeah. suspension is over. Congratulations. Yeah. Get it's out been good though. Like the dragon, the dragons women's team have been really, really solid so far this year. That game was that was amazing. The the rain on Sunday, that was an absolute slop. I love watching it. Like it's, you know, it's raining heavily when you can't when you on when you're watching on TV and you can't see the see the game. Much less people that are actually there. It's like yeah, if you're going Bulleye Pass or Mount Oosley and you've got the hazards on the Bradley hazards and you're going up the <sighs> up the top there. You probably needed some hazard lights on as a player, like some. Yeah, uh, just to. I've I've done that road once. Where was I coming back from? Maybe I was coming back from Canberra, down that way. Go, I can't. Is that? I think that's the hill, and it was foggy. That was like the scariest three minutes of my life. <laughs> like, because you couldn't oh, see more than three meters ahead of you. I could not imagine doing that in the rain. And it can hit you quickly. It's just yeah, you're in fog and you can't find your hazards, and yeah. Mm. Tough drive. I think everyone else around me seemed to know what they were doing. It was like, because I, I hadn't <laughs> signed up for that social agreement yet. I didn't know that was the thing we did when the fog came out, but then everyone else was on top of it. So I was lucky. Yeah. All right. So we are here to talk all things St. George Illawarra. Uh, before we get into the last of our previews, uh, patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies, if you want to support the boys. Uh, as I've said over the past few episodes, this is, you know what? Episode 16 in the past two weeks. We've been putting out a lot of content for you guys. Uh, we can't thank you guys enough for listening and supporting us. Uh, this is the absolute last chance to enter if you want to be in the Coltrane Cup, which is obviously the, the bell cow of our sort of Patreon thing. Um, and then, of course, access to our Discord server, merchandise, priority question time, rookie takes all that jazz. Um, and a special thank you to Dave, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Dan Cullinan, Doc Hogg, Anonymous backer, Frankie, JSG, James Kay, Jason, Joel Wrigley, Josh Brandon, Josh Tommy 98, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, lifelong Dolphins fan, Maddie Jenkins, Matt Coleman, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, my ding-dong is hard and I am sad, Never Trendy, Party Keg, Pete Bulger, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneider, Build, Scorse, Seymour Butts, Stephen Hickey, Swarzy, Ty, TV, The Not So Mystery Student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, and Woz. Thank you so much for your support. Everyone in the world is, everyone who just listens, thank you as well. Nathan, I should mention that Lifelong Dolphins fan in that list was is was a Dragons fan, disillusioned with the <laughs> state of the franchise. Could you would you like to take a LeBron esque decision moment right now to declare that you will be taking your talents to Redcliffe in 2023? No, I'm oh uh, <laughs> good on good on him or her. That's that's yeah, it's a bold move, bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how yeah, I mean, he was upset with the old signings the Dragons are making. But unfortunately, the old signings the Dolphins make, make it really spoke to him. He's like, I can't deal yeah. with 37 year old Aaron Woods, but 37 year old Jesse Bromwich, that's my guy. <laughs> so. I think he, I think they've jumped off at the wrong time. I think the Dragons will get more wins than the Dolphins this year. So yeah, that's, it's going to be a tough bank, first take, year for Take them. that to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, even with the buys, you know, we're still going to get more competition points. So, you know what? Look, we'll see how it goes for them. They've made some interesting signings already. Um, but yeah, I, tough time. Like, we'll get into it a bit more, but yeah. like, it's a tough time to jump off. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, main, I think his main, without, I don't want to get too into the weeds on it, but I think his main reason was the debalance stuff, which is totally fair enough. Um, and also, so, he lives in Queensland. Also, that. <laughs> we're buried. But, that um, 
Yeah, we did. Um, all right, so you guys lost a ton of players, some good, some bad, some for reasons related to on-field performance, some for reasons related to off-field barbecues. You know how it goes. Um, losing Cameron McInnes, bad. Losing Matt Dufty, yeah. Losing uh, Corey Norman, pretty good. So uh, I guess, I don't know, how do you how do you rate? Like, you've had a big squad turnover, you guys, like more than most. I just want to be curious as to how you feel about it. Well, I think last year it would have been when we were doing this chat, I think it was pretty fresh that Cam McInnes was leaving mm. for mm. 2022 and he did his knee in preseason and then subsequently went early and, and went to the Sharkies. So it was, it was a bit of a tough one to swallow last year. And I think we saw what Griffin was trying to do. He's, he's obviously inherited a squad from the McGregor days um, and it's been interesting to read some of the comments and hear him on um, radio as well, talking about his intentions with the team and what he's, what he's basically trying to create regardless of the names and, and what they're, what they've performed, what, what they've done in terms of performance. I think some of the signings are really sneaky. Good. A couple of origin players there from last year, but it sounds like he's going after players that suit his style, but also what culture he's trying to bring down there. You can tell straight away by some of the losses as well. Um, I'm trying to be careful with my words here. The the guys that he's let go or some of the guys that he's let go are obviously um, players that he doesn't want there for um, reasons off the field as well. Uh, good players. good. Like we've lost some good names there, but, I think he's actually signed some really good players. Like Molo, I was alluding to Molo and Sua. Like I think they're good signings. They've they've got some experience playing Origin with Queensland. Uh, Moses Suli was an interesting signing. I think this was probably the fifth time the Dragons over three different coaches have tried to sign him, and they've finally, they finally got him there. And he lo- he looked pretty good in in the trials. I, I like what he's done before and, and what he's done early on in his Dragons career. Some veteran signings, George Burgess, Aaron Woods, Moses Embai. Interesting. Like, I I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily build a team around him, but from what Hook has said in these chats and and reading up on what people have um, asked him, it seem, seems like these guys are, are there to do a job off the field and also fill the squad and potentially – use that money in the future because they're sort of short-term contracts to, um, to get bigger, bigger names in the future. So sort of squad fillers, I guess, in the next year or so. Guys like, like fans of, of, they haven't, a lot of these signings, again, they're not, they don't excite lots of people like Woods or Burgess or similar, but like the, the George Burgess deal, it's like, who gives a shit? If it doesn't work out, who gives a shit? It costs them nothing. Yep. They won't care if it doesn't work out, but maybe he becomes a like they're not looking for George Burgess that he was. They've paid him that if he becomes a bench prop, he's yeah. value for money. Like he that's that's it. Like that's one of those ones that people have hammered that one. You, I couldn't care less. Like if it doesn't work out, neither could the Dragons. You know, as you said, and they kind of want some of those guys around the squad. And I also think the other sneaky part of that offseason, and I don't think they're in for a good like don't think they're in for the spoon. People love that. I don't think they're in for a great season, but because They've done a lot of turnover, but also they've gone with some young guys. And I think that's a part of the extra juice and like a moan and Sloan, you know, and Lone Max hopefully stays fit. Maybe we see some more Sullivan later. Maybe we see Fanai brothers. Like there's actually, the new juice will come from those guys. The the veterans you guys signed are there to do their job. Those guys are the ones that they're going to raise the ceiling of the dragons. Not, you know, like I think Molo is a good signing too, but 
a lot was made about how boring signing those guys like Woods and Burgess and similar are, but they're, they're really not what's going to make or break the Dragon season. Exactly. No, I think you're absolutely right, Mitch. That those signings are sort of like the squad fillers, right? You need yeah, those yeah. the the guys that get into the squad for the right price. A lot of teams will t- like they base all those sort of guys cancel each other out mm. throughout the NRL. Like you know whether they're on two hundred, two fifty, whatever. You you're not really getting much difference out of someone like George Burgess. I, I don't want to. Com- I, I don't know who I can compare him to, but it's not that that, I guess, swing where you go, that is a terrible signing. I'll tell you what, though. If you went to the Storm, people would be saying it's genius. I'll tell you that much. If you went there and did the same thing at the Storm and didn't play a game, people would be saying it's genius because we do that every time some yeah. has been goes to the Storm. We're like, they're going to turn him around. And they often don't. But, like, that's it. Well, you like Tyron R- Wishart, right? Like, that's that's a, that's a he's he's the Hansel. He's, like, he's hot. Like, everyone's talking about, oh, how can the Dragons let him go? Dragons let him go because they've got all these young guys. They've got yeah. like a surplus of this Tyron Wishart seven nine sort of play the six seven nine player. He goes yeah. down to Melbourne. Everyone's going to go. Oh, they're going to regret that signing. You know what? Hooks let him go because he's he sort of you can see what he's doing with that spine. You can see what he's got in the depth of that spine. And yeah, moving Dufty in particular was a big call. Like there's been he's he's been the. The guy that sort of like a lot of Dragons fans have gone, you know, this is our guy from Holden Cup that scored 50 tries in 52 <laughs> games. We want him to have a go. We let go of previous fullbacks to give him a run. He nearly went to the Warriors. I think Hornby turned, like talked to him and got him back into the squad. And I'll tell you what, I'm not going to give you specifics, but I've seen him when I was working at Fox and he's not the best dude off the field. Like I've seen him do stuff and it just rubbed me the wrong way. As a I'll fan. call him a douchebag. You can't say that. I'll call him. He's a bit of a douchebag from what I've, from and, what I've seen from him. Yeah. You know? and, 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 and look, great player, but I think hmm. hook's gone. I, I can't speak for hook, but I'm like, you know, he's probably seen a few things where he's like, you know what? These young guys coming through and in particular um, Tyrell, like I want to give him a go. I saw what he did four or five games last year and I've seen what he's done already. And, I think he's my number one. So Duff man, you might want four or 500 and you know, teams at Gold Coast and the Warriors have wanted you, but this guy, this guy looks good. So I, I, yeah. I, I haven't, I've, I was excited for Dufty, but I'm really excited. for. Yeah. Sam. And, like, and I, think I, the other, I think the other thing with Dufty is like, at this point, it's a known commodity. Like yeah. he's not going to really get any better than what you saw from him at the Dragons. Like he is what he is. He'll chip in occasionally and do something really good in attack. He's very quick. But the flaws are there. The flaws have been there his whole career, really. And yeah, you're not probably not going to make any serious damage in a competition with Matt Duffy as one of your key attacking players. He's fine. You can probably get by if he's like your fourth best. He'll have some great games, and he'll have some great games. But if the Dragons do want to improve and sort of make their way back into that top eight where every team wants to be, then yeah, it's not giving him half a million dollars a season, which is whatever. I don't know how much the Bulls are giving. It's probably about I mean, that. Um, I think Dufty found out, mate, after the Dragons said he could go, I think he found out what the league thought of him then anyway. He thought he'd have mm-hmm. a market and it was Bulldogs or nowhere, you know? And whilst he's really fast, you know, I think, I think Sloan's got far more explosion than, oh, than Dufty has. Like Dufty's got probably quicker, but mate, we saw last year, like, Sloan is popping up, like busting through the middle all game. Yeah. He, he looked D- awesome. Dufty doesn't look like he could break through the line every time he cuts it up or every time he gets the ball in a bit of space like yeah. Sloan does. So, with that, in, yeah, th- th- this is the weird thing at the Dragons, right? Like, you, people are so down on them 
fair, like rightfully so for a lot of reasons, like um, losing Cam McKinnis sucked. They've signed a bunch of old dudes. Mm. Packs, Nobody wants Moses and buy in their team really, but again, no. he's not going to make the team good or bad. But, <laughs> you know? but then the flip side of that is Tyrell Sloan, Jaden Sullivan, the Faye guys, Amone, all these guys, they're guys worth getting excited about. And yep. so I don't know what the future holds for them this year. And and we're not guys, especially like we're not guys who just assume that young guys are automatically going to be good. But we saw some of those guys play first grade last year, and especially Sloan. Like they and that some of them looked good enough then. And if so they if they improve and they just gradually sort of get some of those old signings out of the club, which they're doing this year. If you look at their off contract list coming up, it's like some yeah. signs didn't work out, like Jack Bird, Tarek Sims. Uh, Josh McGuire's off contract and then there's a few other guys whatever but like those guys are all coming off contract as well it's like well you know we could be sitting here a year from now and they've signed a couple of like decent sort of mid-20s guys to play in the forward pack and suddenly we're thinking hey these guys they're not looking too bad yeah and that stuff you said about Wish Up by the way I'll go back to that quickly like the club had to make a call and Wish Up might end up looking better at the storm and that'll end up being annoying articles and all that kind of garbage but it's not about who is going to be the better player at the Storm. It's because it's who's going to be better for the Dragons. And who and I like I agree. I think Amone and Sullivan are better prospects than Tyron Wishart. And Wishart might go and have a great career down at Melbourne. But fucking me or you might. All three of us would have had a good career if you went to Craig Bellamy when we were 20. You know, like <laughs> it's it's not the same thing. They have to make some calls somewhere. But I, I do think whilst I haven't loved a lot of the signings either, I do think they're letting guys go who want more money for them is, is a good call for the Dragons. Because, like, the Dragons are one of those teams, mate, that honestly, there's always talented footy players down there. If you want to get paid, go away. We'll, we'll get, to, like, like Jack Bird wanting, like, a, an upgrade. It's like, are you kidding me, mate? Like, like put more than yeah. one good year together and you're getting an upgrade. Like, yeah, just let him go and someone else will fill in. I do, I do find the Tarek Sims stuff weird just because I thought surely he'd make, you know, the, the bench. But I guess they're making a statement there for reasons we don't know. But that they're, they're, they're done with Tarek. Maybe he ends up somewhere else this year. Yeah, and that, but I think with that, he probably feels comfortable with those signings. Like, mm. but they're looking at Sewer and Bird in round one on the edges. Like, and that's yeah. and that's fine. Like, Tarek, you know, since I think it was that, what, what season was it, um, where he scored the hat-trick in round one of the uh, final? Yeah, yeah, 20, 20, 20, um, 20, 2018. Yeah, and then yeah. the following season, he, I think he did, he did his lower leg and he missed quite a yeah. bit of the end of the season. Yeah, I think he had a green injury as well. Yeah. Um, so he's like, and this is the thing that I've, I don't know. I, the more I've spent around people in, in that have played in the game and you realize how much these guys are playing banged up at the back end of the year. And mm-hmm. like, I, it's hard to fault like, and, and criticize from afar with some of these guys. And I, I like, I love, like, love what Tariq brings to the team. Like, I thought it was great that the the old Jerringong Jr. bounced around a couple of Queensland teams, came back to the, the area, played phenomenal. Played, he was amazing for the Blues the mm. last couple of years. He too. was. Loves the, loves the arena. So, if and, and like we saw in the finals, like, this could really be a, a turning point for his back end of his career. I'd love to see him just go hook. Come on, man! I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give you everything at training. When I get an opportunity, he he teaches the young guys and and helps Jaden assimilate to the Dragons. Um, you know, takes him under his wing down in Wollongong or whatever he's doing. Like, I really hope he he takes that sort of lead, like veteran that's not really getting an opportunity. Instead of like maybe you know, I know my time's done here. I'm gonna start 
looking for the next option. Uh, mm. Because I mm. think that's like we like you were saying about Embi. Like I think that's the quality in what he's brought in, like players like Embi. That these guys, like when he came in to Fox, he was one of the best players in terms of talking to everyone, talking to his teammates, getting them through the stations, and like just making sure they'd get all their stuff done and respect the time that, that Fox have put in and know that that's where the money's coming from and, you know, understood the processes and talked to everyone and shook everyone's hand. And that's why I love about his signing because I know like the type of person he is off the field and we need more of that and we need less of the Dufty and Vaughns. Oh, there you go. I said the names that I thought I would say 10 minutes ago, but that's that's what we need, and I think that's how we grow as a team. And like this, the merger stuff. Like I think we talked about it last year as well. Like that's just another thing. I think we need to get rid of that. Like get rid of that whole St George and Illawarra thing. And you need these guys from Queensland that Hooks brought in, and people that haven't been associated with St George and Illawarra, and guys that have been successful in other clubs to create this culture. Ironically. You know, create something that's not St. George and not Illawarra and come in and create a new team. Because you see with the Tigers and with the Dragons, like this, there's underlying issues, right? And what Forever, I, I think... It's never going yeah. away. Hey, it's, perfect. it's been like 20 plus years. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm off merge. Like, it, it, they can't do another merger, right, going forward. Like, they're either just going to build a second comp or like, that's another podcast for another time. But yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is the key, what I think um, Hook is doing. He's trying to create a totally different culture separate to the Illawarra and St. George side and just guys that want to play footy that are great off the field and these young guys coming through to promote a new culture and new new goal and just go out there and play footy, play for fun because you can see what they put on at the, at the Charity Shield, how fun it was to watch. And that's something that we haven't had for years. Like it hasn't been fun watching the dragons. I, like, I, I, I'd watch it because, you know, you, you support them and you love, you want to see them win. And, but they're just not fun to watch. I, as a dragons fan, the two favorite teams last year were two of the teams I hated the most, the storm and the seagulls. They played so yeah, well. Yeah. They were fun to watch. And they're two of my arch nemesis. Like that's, that's how crazy it is that you go now, all right, I'm actually enjoying watching these two teams play. But what I've seen at the back end of last year and this year is I can't fault what Hook's done. I'm really looking forward to these young guys playing and creating something new. Yeah, I loved Mary because he was Illawarra, but you know that time's gone. Got to move on. And this is this is exciting. Like I think I think I think it's exciting. I I hope other Dragons fans see it that way too. And it's not, it doesn't have to be a St George Dragons thing or Illawarra Steelers Wollongong thing. It's it's this is this is Hook's era. Like let's 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 have a bit of fun and let's not be one side of the of of, of this this merger. Yeah, I, th- I think what you said earlier that you mentioned how like how banged up guys are by the, by the end of the year. I think um the length of the season with relying on a lot of young like young guys in the halves is why I can't really raise the dragon farther up the ladder because you you're backing guys like Sloan and Amone to deal with the physicality of NRL football for twenty four weeks, which. You know, young guys can do it, but generally if they do it, it's at a, a much stronger team. You know, let's be honest, like my, we've seen what my Broncos have been like when they've blood a lot of young fellas. So, but I but I do think this team is far more competent than everyone thinks they are this year. I do think they're going to be in, in more contests and I still haven't got them in my top eight, obviously. I've got them 13th, which isn't high up the ladder, but they're in that little 
that jostle I have that group of like seven to 13 or so. I think they can, you know, fight around there. So I think they are, I don't think they're, they're like wooden spoon favorites with the Cowboys. I don't think either them or the Cowboys getting the spoon. I think the dog's getting the spoon. I'm getting over that. But I think these, like, They've got eight or nine wins in them. I think the Dragons do this year. Like we're also forgetting, they still have Ben Hunt, who's like one of the best halves in the competition. Is every all the other good halves are retiring slowly? Every year, Ben Hunt gets better because the other ones are getting older. <laughs> Even though he's old himself, like he was awesome last year. It, when they sucked, seems to have gone to another level with the extra responsibility the last couple of years at the Dragons. Like he always had the great potential at Brisbane and at the early Dragons. I feel like. He's really taken to being captain and whatever. I think he's in for a cracking season no matter what. And if you've got an okay pack, your halfback's playing really well and it's a bit of strike, you've got to win football games. Like this is the, and they do have strike. They have like Lomax. We stepped Alex Johnson out of his goddamn boots in that charity shield with a move that like an NFL wide receiver would be proud of, you know, the start of their route. That was awesome. They have him outside. Suli obviously has issues, but he'll a couple of times in the year, he'll, he'll just, he'll run over the man in front of him three times in a game. Like then you have Sloan, Amon, like they will win games this year. I don't know how people think they're going to win like two or three games. They have too many, you know, decent to good first grade footballers to to go that poorly. I'd I'd love to see a full season of Zach Lomax. I I was pretty high on him last year with yeah, our chat, not. and he played twelve games. And I mind you, I don't think they were too good in those games that he played. They weren't. But man, I I think if he can play, if he can get some continuity. He had that banged up thumb and that is so big in the centers, right? Like you think like how often you're using your hands in defense and fending and like what he brings to the table. Like, I think if he's fit, I'm excited. Like I'm really excited because I think he was talked about being in the origin side. They obviously love him there. If he can get into some sort of form where he can play some origin, I think he's going to just grow. And I, I, if he can play, Let's say he plays Origin, twenty-two games, twenty-two regular season games. I, I, I think we've we've got ourselves a superstar. Like that, that's that's the that's how high up I'm on him, and that's what I think they do do miss that sort of like that Gaznia, that Cooper, that someone out there that's been, you know, something of a of a thing for the team in in, in since they since they merged and yeah I, like I, i'm really looking forward to seeing him he's he's my star i think he's he's the one that we could real like he could win us games like no doubt like you said that move in charity shield if he can get that confidence going in the regular season god damn it's gonna 100 mate like he, he's up there like it's unfortunate for there's a couple of quality young centers who represent the blues it's unfortunate that there's like 17 good fullbacks who have to play yeah. center. Cause like guys like, like, I think like, Lom- like Stags is in, sorry, Lomax is in the Stags level of category for me. People love talking about Katoni Stags. I think Lomax is up there, maybe even better than him. Cause he just has more ways he can win. Like, you know, Lomax wins in the air as well. You know, he's a better passer than Stags and it's pretty, pretty much just as good one-on-one with his man. So um, I think as well, mate, he's definitely origin quality. Just, it's so hard to get in that team this year. It will be, but he, I feel sorry for him. Cause if he, if he plays 12 games at a stand that he can play, he should play Origin this year. I agree with you on that. He's um awesome. And having him out in that edge, if he's fit for every game again, he just means points, mate. That's what he means. He means they'll kick out there and once every two weeks, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll score a set of try up because he beats someone in the air. Nothing special, but he can jump higher than anyone else around him. And things like that matter. You know, when you, when you score a try from some shit bomb, we're four, 30 meters out because you have a guy like Lomax on the other end. It's a it's a backbreaker. It pisses the other team off, mate. That's things like Lomax can do. Is like 
He can do that. He can beat you one-on-one. I think he's an exceptional player. And is, is Ravalava outside him yes. this year? Yep. Yeah. I mean, Ravalava's approved every year anyway. But yeah, if, if Lomax plays all year, like Ravalava will score 20 tries like outside Lomax. I don't yeah. care if the Dragons are shit or not. He'll score tries. <laughs> That's the exciting thing. I think once we, we see uh, Sloan get some consistent footy and you've got Suli and Ramsey on the left... And then you've got you, you'll see where Hunt and, and Sloan and Amon mm. are going to fit in. Like that that's the exciting thing for me too, because it's like you see so many teams like you, going back to the ladder too. Like mm. I know we'll probably talk about where I think they're going to fit, but you've got like a top six legitimately. Yeah. I think so. It's a matter of getting that seventh and eighth position. Knights were seventh. I, I don't think they'll be anywhere near that. And that's where I think if we've got this team where. Those those seven guys can play. You know, it's rugby league. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be suspensions. Yeah. Particularly with <laughs> McKayley, he does love a hit. So, like that's that's the if if they can play as many games together as possible. It sounds a bit cliche, but I think they can really challenge for that seventh and eighth position. And I think that's the exciting thing. I don't think they're going to be lopsided like you've seen with the Knights, where they're like strong down the left and not so much on the right. This could be like, where are they going to hit us from? Mm, you know, and yeah. that's and that's something the dragons have not had. You guys can attest to it. Like watching them in attack has been pretty Mate, terrible. terrible. Well, I I've have me understand Coin on from almost all of his career. So any team that he's <laughs> gone to, I have death ridden anyway. And yeah, he's part of why that's they were so dreary to watch the last couple of years. But yeah, I do think as you said, there's a top six pretty much everyone has in their finals. And whilst I haven't put the Dragons in my finals, I think they're good enough to be in that mix of those five or six yeah. teams fighting for it. Like, I don't have them rooted to the bottom of the ladder. I have the Bulldogs there. And I, I don't have anyone else fighting with them for the spoon. Obviously, I'd be terribly wrong about that. But I just don't see where where all these other teams got much worse and where the Bulldogs got that much better. You know, so um, I, I think they're definitely good. Like, they're competent. And you hope those young players play well, that they're good enough to to push, you know, for... 10 to 12 wins, which we know is enough to make the finals. And apparently 10 wins is all you need to make finals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I have them 12th. So just down um, from yeah, the 11th. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have 13th, but, but they're in that little, whatever. Uh, I think none uh, of those, the order I have those teams in doesn't yeah. matter. I think what you just <laughs> said, yeah, it's honestly, you're splitting hairs, I think with the top three, you're splitting hairs with the next three down and then you're splitting hairs with like the rest almost. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, uh, yeah, I think everything you just said, Mitch, they're spot on. Like, they've got enough talented players. And Anthony Griffin sides, that, like, they can be boring and they can be laborious, but they don't come yes. off. They'll win, they'll win enough games. It'll be massive for Hook if they do make the eight. Like, this is this is the... I, I think if they can make the eight this year with the team that they've got and from having a look at, like, their salary situation... Oh, sorry, contract situation... I think they could be a bit of a player come November one, because it well, well, they've got so much salary coming off. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, I'm not saying that they wouldn't re up Hunt. Like I think he, I, I can see him having a really good season and, and mm. justifying another seven. Hunt's a weird one. Like if he plays well this year and they don't make the finals, which is a very like possible outcome, it will be very funny if they re up him and the dumbest section of fans just fucking blow up about it. Yeah, which is what is exactly what will happen. <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. 
I mean, people wanted him gone last preseason, mate. so bad. Ridiculous. He's, su- he's such a good player. Like, he's, as you I have said, a good half-hack in a row. I don't care what he's getting paid. You don't just get rid yeah. of him. We did that. I, uh, How'd that go? <laughs> yeah. As I said, like I've said this, I think, a billion times. He's the most disrespected player in the competition, like, by some yeah. distance. And I, he'll have it. Yeah. It's, yeah, but it's, it's yeah, but it's, like, Brooks, as we've said on here before, like, the fact that they were like, oh, the million-dollar man's not stepping up, while the $900,000 man next to him wearing the six jersey was infinitely worse every single week <laughs> yeah. and just escaped criticism, like, constantly. So, I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, where, do you, where, do you, where do you have them, Dave? I, look, yeah, I think they just miss out. I think they're ninth yeah. to tenth. Like, honestly, like, and um, you know, that's a bit of a homer pick, but I... I because you're sort of optimistic, right? You, of course, you're looking yeah. at the top end of where they fit. I think it, nine it, or ten. I don't. I don't. I don't think the competition is strong enough now that. I think literally fans of every team, including the Bulldogs, should be like, "We can make the eight. Because, yeah. like, I, like, I don't think they will, but like, their fans should be expecting that they could. Because, like, yeah. again, the, the competition is so top heavy this year. A team made the finals with ten wins last year. They nearly, like, I think nearly made it with nine wins, for fuck's sake. Like, which would have been amazing. I really wanted that. Back. Yeah, you can lose um, all your games yeah. to the top six, but if you win the other ones, yeah, it's fine. You can make it through. That, that's it. Like, you've got to jag those, those games. And I don't, so I don't knock you for that uh, enthusiasm, Booksy, because every single team from like seventh down has like four or five glaring flaws. Yeah. And it'll probably fall out, mate, like, who has the good, best one with injury? You know, who has a couple of players that step up or similar? Like, and we can't predict that stuff now, mate. We can't go, well, we're going to lose Ben Hunt for eight weeks. You know, we don't know. You know, yeah, so who knows that stuff? And, you know, it's, they're in a weird spot too because, like, Josh McGuire will come back in, like, five weeks. And obviously, not everyone loves McGuire. Neither do I. But they're in a spot they have to make a call over what forwards they, they play. And that's a bit of a change in the Dragons last couple of years. You've had no forwards. Like, the bench has been, like, whoever's fit can play. Like, and that's a good thing for them. They're not going to re-sign him, surely. Maguire, no, but he'd be back and forth. I don't think so. No, I think no, they're already ready to like, let him go again. I think if they, I think if they rationalize, I think maybe if you get to week six and they've not had a good start to the season and they're like one and five or two and four or whatever, they maybe they just put him in reserves for us and just see what they've got with guys who are going to be there in 2023. I don't know. I don't but know. We'll yeah, but but they have they will have cap room this year, as you said. Like they'll have Bird off, Sims off, Fish Massive, and huge Fish, and then next Maguire, year, yeah, chunks, as you said, in November one, they'll have all like. Most of their guys are off contract after like two in two years' time. So there'll be a play. And, and if they show confidence this year, that's what they want to show, right? To, to bring in a couple of the key free agents. Yeah. And they'll, can... and they'll, yeah, sorry. They'll just, they'll look at other teams and they'll see, like, you know, the, the signings that they've made, like, in particularly Mbai. Like, we, I think they, people are seeing that as, oh, the Tigers got rid of him, let him go. Like, he was sort of phased out there. Doesn't mean that he's not going to be any good wherever he goes. Like I, I think he could do a really good job for us, and that's the sort of deals I think Hook's going to be looking at other teams, particularly with the Dolphins coming in. There's going to be a lot of shifting, and there'll be players moving around. And I reckon if he's got a keen eye, and he can, he'll, he'll jag some very good value there. And to add to these young guys, it could be. And- I don't love the advice signing, but like he's just thrown a bunch of darts, and if one of them hits, yeah. then that's yeah. fine. And if they don't, then who gives a shit? Because like it's not like you're expected to do an accomplice here anyway. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, throw some darts. Brucey... And throwing some darts again is some competent first graders <laughs> is okay. You can't throw them all at like twenty year old kids. You can't. Yeah. Like they'll they'll all fail if you do that. Yeah. 
Um, and you, and sometimes you have about... to pay a bit more for him. You know, like that's yeah, exactly the thing too. And I think that's what he's gone in that sweet spot where it's like, like for instance, you see what let, let's say Suwali. Not not saying they're going after a Suwali, but the Roosters yeah. had to pay a bit for him. You know, like that. It's not and they're not guaranteed to get 24 games out of him. So it's just more to yeah. keep him and take him yeah. from the rabbit. Eye. So like, yeah, that, I think that's very key in the dragons like future. They need to nail some of those signings because yeah. over time they'll be able to build a, a And you know, like, sometimes public perception is strong. Like sometimes teams make signings, everyone takes a piss out of them and they work out. Okay. Um, and you know, there's no, there's no reason why some of like, certainly not all of them will. But if you, if you mm. get one or two, then you know, you're fine. You don't worry about it. Um, you've talked about, we've talked about basically everyone in the team, Brooks, but is there anyone in particular you've earmarked for a big year and any young players that you could be expecting to break out? I mean, we pretty much, you can just re-answer the guys we've already talked about. Yeah. Well, well I haven't really talked about Ramsey. I think he, yeah. he's an interesting character um, and sort of like a cult figure. I seem like a wishy. Like he's not the quickest guy. He's a bit like, you know, a bit agile. Like he's, he loves his fishing off the field. You know, that that's the sort of guy that I think fans can get around, but I think he's going to have a pretty good season on the left. Like he, yeah, I, I, I think there's so many young guys that, to be excited about. And I think he's just one of those characters that I think will, will have a bit of fun and, and, I think he'll score a few tries. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Um, big year. I, I think, I think it's Ben Hunt. Like, I think he's mm-hmm. the one that's going to have a, have a massive year. It's, he's a, le- he's a leader in the side. Like we've talked about his, his cap hit um, for the club. I think he knows it. I think he well and truly knows what, what his expectations are, but I think he can back it up. And I, and I think this is an exciting time. You could see that, play i think he knows what he's got outside of him now and he's like i think i think i really fit in with these young young cowboys and Mm -hmm. like that's that's where i think he's going to put up some big numbers and have a really good season play some origin and just lead and and just go you know what let's let's ride this let's let's have a bit of fun let's it's a la warney at rajasthan 2008 like maybe (laughs) who knows he might get the best out of these young guys they might be partying in round one he's like guys Twenty-four more rounds, and Cap- then they're Captain crying the next round. Hey guys, twenty-three more rounds. Don't worry, it's uh, no, don't worry about the tears. We're one on one. Back in that rare late aughts period where the IPL actually meant something, and he that, that team was expected to be fucking terrible, and he captain coached yeah. them to the win. It was fucking great. Shane Watson played out of his skin as well. Bit a bit um, similar. Right. A lot of veterans, yeah. the has beens, and a lot of young guys. Uh, okay, Hook's not. Well, Hook's I mean, not playing the six. Prominent, but, uh, prominent <laughs> broadcast identity sees likenesses between IPL <laughs> franchise from fourteen years ago and this beloved <laughs> dragons. I like it. I mean, you I know, mean, people know I'm not an Anthony Griffin fan, but a lot of that was about. I never thought he was a top tier coach, but I think yeah. he can. He's a comp- competent, you know. Yeah, and, he and, is. Of so um, you've got him for an extra year, yeah. which is great. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. So we can talk about that really, really quickly. No, they you don't did mean ex- anything. Years you, did this ex- do you did this exact thing with Mary like three years ago. Like, why did you do it again? I don't know. <laughs> Love it. We're sucker for punishment, aren't we? Mm. One more right. year. Two, no, just one. Just one. Four more years. Four more years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one year extension means nothing, hey. Just to shut media chat up about about it, really. Guess, like, yeah. it, same. The prison, the prison want to punt Kevy, and they want to punt Griffin. They'll be punted. It makes no difference. 
yeah. Evolution, baby. Giddy up. Uh, Brooks, who's in your grand final? GF. Uh, I think uh, Roosters Storm. That was my grand final. Boring. So there you yeah. go. No, it's, it is boring, but it's just facts. You see that Roosters team? That's, that's not in full strength. But fuck it. It's good. Jesus Christ. Is it not? Oh, it hasn't got um, Verils. No, you can butcher either, right? Yeah, but and then what? I don't know if Sahali gets into it, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All we right. won't talk about and that Broncos team, though, will we? We won't. No, that's dog <laughs> shit. I can't wait. Bring on Friday. Um, all right, Brooks. Uh, anything to promote? Sen eleven seventy Sydney. All the best sports talk radio. You can get your ears on. <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly what our tagline is. By now, well done. <laughs> Thank you. Can you read it on the back here? Is that what yeah, it's, it's not there. It it's not there. Right. <laughs> get SEN. Oh, get your ears into this. Get your ears. Yeah. All right. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you. Uh, if people want to follow Brooksy on Twitter, is it Nathan underscore Brooks? Is it? Uh, geez, you got me there. No, no, no. I changed no, it Brooks, to no, Brooksy Brooks Nat. Brooksy Nat. There you go. You can get me Uh, on Weibo, Insta, the (laughs) still on MySpace, still got a MySpace. Um, (laughs) uh, What's the apps? uh, And the Batman. How about the Batman? That that sounds like Um, an old guy came up with the title of that movie. I might go see the Batman. Batman. I might go see the Batman tomorrow morning. I'm very excited. I need to go see it, but footy's this weekend. Tomorrow, mate. Tomorrow, day off work. Go see the Batman. What what could be better? Fantastic. All right, Nathan, say goodbye. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.